You're listening to Dan Talks, where we sit down with musician Dan Zinn to talk about his latest album, Day of Reckoning. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm here with Dan Zinn to continue discussing his album, Day of Reckoning. Hi, Dan. How are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper into this album. So for our listeners that haven't listened to our first three episodes, we're taking time to go through each song in Day of Reckoning with Dan to kind of get a little more information about what makes each tune so special on this CD. So, Dan, do you want to sort of give a little refresh of the album for everyone that hasn't listened so far? Album has 10 songs. Um, nine are my own original compositions. And the one we're about to listen to is not my original composition. It's called Blame It On My Youth by Oscar Levant and Edward Hyman. It's an old standard from the 30s. Although I think when you hear it, it won't sound old-fashioned. We kind of play it as if it were written today. So yes, like Dan just said, we're going to dive into the fourth song on the album, Blame It On My Youth. So the entire city is original compositions, except this song. What attracted you to put this particular tune on the album? Well, I wanted to have a standard, a ballad. And um, one of my previous records, I had done Stardust. And I was looking around for a, I mean, this is a pretty popular tune in the jazz world, but not hugely popular. So uh, something that's a little bit under the radar and it's a great melody, um, kind of a timeless contemporary melody. So I thought we could give it the dance in band treatment. And I think we did that okay and had a great time playing it for sure. So tell us a little bit more about the treatment that you gave this song well first in the studio we played it everybody took a solo and it was like 10 or 12 minutes long and that's like much too long so we had to shorten it quite a bit and um so one of the arrangement things we did is the piano solo the changes are actually moving the chord changes for the musicians out there moving twice as fast but it has a halftime kind of feel a slower feel And on the sax solo, the chord changes are moving normal rate very slowly, but it has a double time feel, a quicker feel. So um, that helped to really compress the tune a lot. And then I just approached it um, almost like a pop ballad or one of my big influences sound-wise is a guy named Jan Garbarek, a Norwegian sax player. And just try to get, I don't know, a kind of modern vibe on the on the song. I wasn't going for the 1930s kind of saxophone sound. So for those of us that aren't musicians, where does modern sound sort of come from? What particular um, things sort of make a song more modern? Well, it's kind of a loaded question, but certainly something of our era, something of our time um, would make it modern. So a lot of jazz musicians... Um, play an older style. And if you talk to them, they feel like they should have been born in the 40s and 50s and they missed their era. Um, I don't really see jazz that way at all. I see it as 
I mean, certainly we have to learn from the people from the 40s and 50s and 60s, and that's the way the music is passed down. Um, but certainly we're of a time that's very different than that time. And I'm not interested in um, being a recreationist jazz musician. I'm looking to try to make it have relevance to my life and what's happening now and what I grew up with. And so that's what I mean. It's modern because hopefully it resonates. It's from today. I'm not trying to recreate the good old days in my music. So what is it about Blame It On My Youth that sort of fit in so well with the rest of the songs on the album? Well, first of all, I just liked the song. And then when we played it, I liked the version that we ended up doing. And uh, it just seemed to provide a nice contrast. And in a way, it's the most, there's a jazzy section in the middle and it's, got more standard chord changes than I normally write. So I love playing standards every day. I play them. Um, but when I do my own music, I generally want to do my own stuff. Um, but it's fun to delve into the Great American Songbook style. And I thought it fit well with the other songs as well. So after a listener sort of hears your rendition of this song, how would you like them to feel? Good. <laughs> I want um, to be touched, to feel that sort of heartfelt um, kind of emotion that we're trying to put out there. Um, and sort of when it gets to the very end of the song, in my mind, it sounds like a radio station that's either signing on in the morning or signing off. It sounds like a sign-on tune or a good night, we're done for the night kind of kind of thing. So... Just, you know, get it, hopefully you enjoy the motion of what we're putting out there. Um, what's your favorite part of this tune? The very end. Um, the song ends. I play a little thing by myself. And then as Taylor Ike's the only he can do, he takes one note that I had played and creates this whole nice little ending. It's not something we worked out. It just, it's very spontaneous. And it's actually one of the fa my favorite parts of the whole record, just that very end of the tune, I think, is is really pretty. So we've talked a lot about you being a band leader and a lot of sort of improvis improvisation that goes into um, creating these songs on the album. Were there any precautions you had to take when you were using a song that somebody else had originally composed? There's no precautions. You can... You can do whatever you want, really. Um, I think if you're, I think you can't change the lyrics. And since there's no lyrics, we don't have to worry about that. Um, but you can mess around with it, I think, legally as much as you want. I didn't mess around with it too much. We added some chords at the end and I fixed some chords that I think weren't correct. Um, uh, but mostly it's pretty straight up, straight up rendition of this tune. Great. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we're actually about to play Blame It On My Youth next, so make sure to stay and listen. Dan, any advice for our listeners when they're hearing this song? Just kick back, relax, and hopefully you'll enjoy the quiet vibe of what's happening here. Great. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. We look forward um, to having you next time as we dive into the fifth song on the record, Brave New World. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Dan Talks with Dan Zinn. 
You can tune into the next episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to subscribe. And here's Dan's song, Blame It On My Youth.
Thank <laughs> you.